Every man, woman, and child in the world has a spine. It makes no difference whether he or she is black or white, red or yellow, whether they live on the mountain or in the valley, on the land or water, at the North Pole or equator, rich or poor, it is equally applied. Every spine has a subluxation. Each subluxation is producing dis-ease in one or more places. Potentially, then every subluxation needs adjustment, needs chiropractic, therefore the world needs just what you and I have. Potentially, every sick person is demanding chiropractic, calling for it, needing it, crying for it, actually shouting out for it, but doesn't know it. Why isn't he or she getting it? Because he doesn't know that it's chiropractic he needs. We haven't told him, we haven't sold him chiropractic. The sick world has sold itself to us, but we haven't sold ourselves to them. Advertising must be used to introduce ourselves to him. We have the best little mousetrap in the world, but we are living in the wilderness. I will catch more diseases and kill them quicker than any other mousetrap ever made, but he doesn't know where <coughs> we live, <coughs> what we have out there, nor does he know <coughs> that it's just what we've, he's been searching for. We must introduce our mousetrap and its owner to the fellows out in the cities and countries beyond our woods. The more advertising, the quicker he is told, the more people we will reach. Advertising tells him, sells him, sells us. How large is chiro chiropractic going to be? How large is your office going to be? Let us see. So long as every person in the world is a subluxation and produces dis-ease and it can't be pr proven that adjustment gets him well, then every person in the world is going to demand chiropractic. So long as there exists one person with a subluxation who remains sick, the people will demand adjustment ratio as they know what it is and what it does. That's from B.J. Palmer, Up From Below the Bottom. <clears throat> Let's think about what B.J. said. <clears throat> Who has a subluxation? So what is your limit? There are none. So when a chiropractor <clears throat> calls me up like I had a few days ago and say, I'm really having a hard time with my, open up my practice and I don't know what I'm doing wrong and blah, blah. <clears throat> I just ask him, what are you doing to get them? Right? Because a lot of people, when they graduate, they think just because they graduate and they move into their hometown that everybody will start flocking to them because everybody knows them. Let me tell you something. Poor plan. Very poor plan. To say, well, you know, my high school gym teacher knows me and my high school social studies teacher knows me and I went to community college over there and they know me and they're just gonna start all coming in. As soon as I come in and I tell them I'm here and I'm open, they're gonna be in. Never rely on that as a for a patient. Never. Because if they knew you when you were in high school and they knew you when you were in college, would you want to go to you when you were in high school or college? Because that's who they think of. Now, some people can make a go of it. Some people can make a really good go of it in their hometowns. But I'll tell you, if you're going to your hometown because you, get, you just want to make a go of it and you don't love it, don't bother. Right? you got to go to a place that makes your heart sing, wherever that place is. Right? A lot of you guys have been asking me, like, you know, where do I decide to go to practice? And you got to go where it makes your heart sing. Right? The place that when you are there, you're like, yes. This is it. And whether that's in, by the ocean, or it's by a lake, or it's in the mountains, or it's in a big metropolitan city, or it's in a small little rural area, it doesn't matter. 
You know, don't not go to a small rural area because you say, I can't make enough money there. You might be the best thing ever happened to that area. People might flock to you from all over the place. Look at Clarence Gostead. Right? Have you, who's been to Mount Horb? Anybody been to Mount Horb? I was at Mount Horb a couple of times when I was here. I was in real Gostead. I guess they called him a gondroid back then, right? They still call him gondroid? Yes. <laughs> so I was a gondroid back then. So I went to Mount Horb twice. I even met Mrs. Gonstead before she passed away. And um, I was an officer of the Gonstead Club. So if you think about the population of Mount Horb, does anybody know what the population of Mount Horb is? When I was going there, it was about 800. But how many was Gonstead seeing in the town of 800 in the 1940s and 50s and 60s? Thousands a week. Right, he had an airfield behind his office. He had a hotel that they built around his office. Right, so his office was ginormous. It was probably the size of our clinic. Ginormous place. And an airfield and a hotel. And people flew from all over the place because he was a special guy. So you can't tell me that just because you're in some rural area that you can't make it. And you can't tell me because there's a billion chiropractors. Well, I don't want to go to New York City because there's a billion chiropractors in New York City. You know, this one, I, one of my friends, he practices in New York City. And there's like five chiropractors in the building that he works on, different floors, right? But my friend is doing super successful because each one of them is different, right? One's a family chiropractor, one's a PI chiropractor, one's a sports chiropractor, right? So what's the secret then? Right, BJ just said it. It's advertising. How do you get people you advertise? And I don't mean using yellow pages, right? I don't mean that kind of advertising. Yellow pages doesn't work. There's two kinds of advertising that works today. Two kinds. What are those two kinds? Social media is one of them, and probably one of the most important ones which when I first started practice didn't exist, right? So that's something that has grown over the years. And what's number two? Is referrals and personal introduction. So either referrals from one of your patients will refer someone in, that's probably the most popular way someone gets to my office. And the second one is you go out there and shake hands. You go out there and shake hands. That's what BJ's talking about when we talk about advertising. We must, advertising must be used to introduce ourselves Good morning. Sorry. Morning. Advertising must be used to introduce ourselves to him or her. If we don't go out there and introduce ourselves, how will they know about it? So we have to shake hands. We have to meet people. You go out to a restaurant. Whoever the waiter is, tell them you're a chiropractor student. Why not? Start a conversation. You know anything about chiropractic? And don't be stupid and your opening line say something like, oh, uh, I need patients in the clinic. You want to come and see me? Right? What, what would be my first answer? No. I don't know you from Adam. Get to know the person, right? Be friendly with the person. Where do you go to school? Right? What do you want to study? And then they're going to usually ask you, oh, what, what do you do? Well, I'm a chiropractor student. Oh, really? And then very often when someone says either I'm a chiropractor student or I'm a chiropractor, which is what I say, what do you think they say after that? Oh, that's bad. Yeah, oh, I got this. Or my friend's got this. Or can I ask you a question? 
and they will start asking questions, and you build a dialogue. And hopefully you guys have business cards. And I know maybe in this day and age, business cards are somewhat antiquated in comparison to when I was in school, that was all there really was as a means of getting to know about you. But your business card should be the first thing you take out. Yeah, give me a call. Give me a call. We'll set you up. We'll take good care of you. Right? That's how you meet people. Is you talk to them. You get to know about them. And like I said in one of the earlier classes, you don't talk about you. You talk about them. Right? Because you don't want them walking away from that table of, let's say, their weight staff. You don't want them walking away from that table saying, wow, I know a lot about that person. He's from Michigan, and he's going to Florida, and he's a pediatric chiropractor, and he loves this seminar, and this guy, you don't want them to be a rattled stuff off about you. You want them to say, wow, this guy, like, I felt like he knew me. <coughs> this girl really talked to me, and really cared, and looked in my eyes when I talked to them, and I felt their presence, right? That's what you want to say. That's how, how do you advertise yourself. You don't spit out Susan's and Yoko and Roe. You don't spit out stuff about how great you are. Or even how great whatever the clinic is, whatever. You spit, you talk about them. Get to know about them. Make them want to become more acquainted with what you've got. That's how you advertise. Right? And when you guys graduate, make sure, like I always, I'm always dissing Facebook and social media stuff, but I'll tell you, it's a way to get patience. Facebook, Twitter, all these crazy things out there, Instagram, Flickr, this is a way to get patience, right? Don't waste your time with them as personal stuff, right? Use that as ways to communicate with your friends. But man, spend the time creating a social media empire for yourself. Because that's where people are doing everything. Right? I had a mom yesterday come in. She said, one of the main reasons why I'm here is because on social media, you've got amazing ratings all over the place. Everybody raves about you on social media. I'm like, that's fabulous. She said, that's my trusted source. Right? When I was growing up, when I was your age, my trusted source was, hey, where do you go for this? People don't do that anymore. Right? They're like, Pietro Chiropractor Marietta. Right? That's where they go. And some people say, especially people in my age category, that shouldn't be. Well, you're right. <laughs> it shouldn't, but that's the way it is. Right? And so she's excited. She's like, I looked at your website. I know more about you than you know about you. Or she said, I studied you before I came here. That's a really important thing, right? I want you to really think about that when you think about what's on your Facebook. Right? If you've got stuff with you drinking and doing crazy things and doing all kinds of stuff that might be looked at like this and someone's looking at you and saying, should I come to see this young person at Life University? And they go on, because they're going to go on your Facebook. And they look on that Facebook and they say, oh, drinking, drinking again. Oh, looks like more part, more part, more. I'm not going there. That's what they think about you. 
And I know it's fun to post that kind of stuff. I get that. You want to post stuff on your Facebook? What should you be posting on? Chiropractic. And start that now. Start that now. Whatever your nonsense social stuff that you're posting on there, when you holding this great new Fosters, forget it. That stuff should be buried in the past. And starting today, you start posting about chiropractic. Because you are a chiropractor. You don't want to be seen as a party animal. That's not going to get you any patience. Because I'm telling you, they're looking. They are studying you. Right? She says, I know where you've been traveling. I'm like, holy kimono. I know you were in Italy a little while ago. I know you were in Puerto Rico. I'm like, holy cow. She's like, really? Because I post every time I go to an ICPA seminar or wherever I am, I post pictures of me speaking a seminar. She said, I'm really impressed that you speak around the world like this. She said, that really impresses me. And it impresses me that and not only do you go and teach seminars, that you go to seminars. Because I'll post, oh, I was an activator. I'm here, I'm there. Right? That's what people want. That's how you advertise. You're advertising, you don't even realize it. Right? Social media is not social for you as a chiropractor. Social media is advertising. So think about it that way. Every time you make a post, and don't do these stupid rants and don't curse. F this and F that and F bomb bomb and blah 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 and this, this and Stop it. Makes chiropractic look stupid. We have to grow up and realize how important this is. Social media is here to stay. Social media is the thing that people will look at. Social media, you can't erase. Like your old history, you can't erase that stuff. So start building your posts every single day or however often you post. Post about stuff that's worthwhile. That if someone is searching back in 2016, they don't go, whoo. They say, wow, this person's serious. This person's serious about chiropractic. This person's delivering content, right? Worthy content. Not sloppy things and rants about Trump versus Clinton. Who cares? Right? Who the hell cares? You think it's going to matter one hill of beans whether either one of them get elected? Won't matter one hill of beans. Right? There hasn't been a president that's made a difference since Kennedy. Right? And I don't expect either one of them to make a difference. Won't make a hill of beans to you or chiropractic. You just keep on trucking. You just keep on trucking. Because we got a job to do. And what's that job? Take care of the people. The people need us, right? And how many, who, which people need us? Every person in the world is a subluxation. Every person in the world. So you don't deliver yourself to this country, right? I know a lot of you guys want to go international. I think it's fabulous. Gosh, do they need it, right? Man, oh man, alive. This, this, in all of Europe, there's like a couple of, maybe like a thousand chiropractors in all of Europe. In India, there's almost none. In China, there's almost none. In Japan, very little. We got to get out there. These people need this, right? It, this, this isn't a U.S. only thing. So I think it's so exciting. The opportunities you have are so exciting. They're so endless, right? They're so boundless. 
But we have to start thinking about it. Right now, in 10th quarter or whatever quarter you land yourself here, you've got to start thinking about it now. You've got to start thinking about chiropractic as your business now. When you are talking to people, you've got to start thinking that I am a chiropractor. Right? You may be a student, but you are, when you are in clinic and you're getting people into our clinic system, you've got to think about I am a chiropractor. I'm not some kid. Right? Don't belittle yourself. Right? Your education is second to none. So you have to make sure that people get that. And what we have is, is unbelievable. <clears throat> the stories that you're going to be able to tell <clears throat> about your patients, <clears throat> excuse me, after 26 years of being in practice like I can, are going to be unbelievable. If someone asked me about my favorite patient the other day, I was like, uh... What was your favorite like, story ever? I'm like, oh. I, I, I rattled off like seven or eight because I, I can't have eight. I don't think I have eight favorite. I've got like 20, 30, 40, 50 favorites. It's amazing what you're going to be able to do. But start thinking about that now, right? Start thinking about it now. You don't wait. I'll, I'll wait until I graduate and then I'll become serious about chiropractic. No, if you're not serious about it now, you probably won't be serious about it then. Unless something slaps you upside the head. Right? That's when people start getting, that's when this guy called me up a few weeks ago. I'm failing, I'm not doing good. He got slapped upside the head. I said, you gotta get serious about this. What I told him is what I'm telling you. You gotta get serious about this. Now, you should have, and I felt like saying that you should have been serious about this like two years ago when you were in school. Right? This is, the time is now. You know, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for an invitation? Right? Are you waiting for graduation? Are you waiting to, I'm waiting to open up my practice. I'm waiting until we have a baby. I'm waiting to this. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Stop waiting and start living right now. Right, right now. <clears throat>